It's always a delight for my wife and I to be here because uh, we always meet Jesus at Calvary, here and there. And so it's a real privilege, and I know that uh, it's a real honor to be here and share in the, this pulpit because uh, pastors don't give up their pulpit very easily. And so it's a real honor that uh, Pastor Tom has uh, allowed me to be here today and speak. Uh, what a blessing they've been to our community and what a privilege it has been to share with them and to experience many things uh, with them in the work of the kingdom. So uh, there's just, I, mean, I appreciate the, the grandparent day. I mean, uh, you know, uh, I, I'm glad to be here because I'm glad to be anywhere at this age. Uh, it, it's just good to... Uh, be up and around and be perpendicular and, and uh, uh, to carry on. Um, but uh, I'd like to speak on a subject that uh, I know that I, uh, I need help, uh, but I'd like to speak on the subject of perseverance. Uh, if there's any one word that has characterized my life through the years, I believe it's been perseverance. And I believe it's God's uh, word in how he's worked with me in perseverance. And um, it was uh, so impressed upon me that I've written a book now on perseverance. And uh, before it gets on the bestseller list, uh, you'll be able to purchase it from Tom, I'm, uh, <laughs> Pastor Tom. I'm giving him 100 books to sell. Uh, and so you can get it before on a reduced rate before it gets, you know, up really in demand all across the country. Uh, but anyway, it, uh, it's quite interesting. I was listening on the radio this morning to uh, Dr. Uh, Jeremiah, and uh, he was speaking on the very subject that I'm speaking on this morning. And he's written a book about it. And so um, I almost just uh, copied his uh, sermon this morning and thought I'd play it so that you'd have something good to listen to this morning. But I thought, well, I'm here, so I might as well share my heart. Because I was preparing this, I prayed about this for a couple of weeks, really, to uh, be able to share my heart and be helpful to you. But this element of perseverance has been throughout the whole Bible. Uh, it, you see how God has persevered through failures, disappointments, discouragements, but he's persevered through all of that history until he gets to Calvary. And in Jesus, then, he perseveres in building his church and building his kingdom. There's a verse in 1 Peter chapter 2, 5, that says, You also, like giving stones, are being built into a spiritual house to be a holy priesthood, offering spiritual sacrifices to God through Jesus Christ. Um, Wow, we are to build a spiritual house. We're to build a spiritual, and house is referred to as character. Uh, so uh, there's, and it's interesting that uh, in Romans 5.3 it says, we also rejoice in our suffering because we know that suffering produces perseverance. So perseverance is producing our house, our character that can be seen. Uh, and I hope that uh, in the process of building our life, that uh, 
it is visible to others. It's not something that just internal, well, I just keep it all inside. No, it's something visible to others. Uh, a little boy asks his dad, his, his dad, what is a Christian? Well, he says a Christian is somebody who uh, helps people, who uh, gives to people, and cares for people, and loves the Lord, and, and uh, they just, are, just have a heart for people. He said, wow, he said, have I ever seen one? Well, I hope that, that we'll so live that they have seen one, that they'll see one in us. Uh, so uh, his plan is building this house in this verse of scripture I gave you, is uh, to build a spiritual house. The purpose is a holy priesthood. In other words, it's a place where we encounter with God for people and People experience God in this house, in this character, this life we're building, uh, and that uh, it's a, we can offer spiritual sacrifices to God, which is the lives of people. That's relationship. If there's any legacy to relieve, it's the, how we touch the lives of people. When uh, your obituary is uh, repeated, uh, it's not what you attained and everything else, it's how you touch the lives of people. And that's really what legacy is all about. And it's been great to be a part of this legacy of this service. But um, there, there is a, a purpose that, that God wants to build in our lives, but he even gives us the resource for it. And the verse of scripture is in 2 Peter chapter 1, verse 3. It says, his divine power, his divine power has given everything we need for life and godliness. In other words, he's given everything we need for character, our life. And he's given everything we need for our career, which should be godliness. And so it's his divine power that wants to work in us. And that scripture goes on to say, his divine power uh, is given to us for life and godliness through the knowledge of him who called us by his own glory and goodness. And through these, he's given us great and precious promises that through them, we might be partakers of the divine nature and escape the corruption that is in the world caused by evil desires. That's the first part of that uh, chapter in Second Peter. So he says, now, in other words, uh, we're living in a corrupt generation. Uh, we all know that, and we, we all know that it's not getting any better. And so we're to have a divine nature so that Somehow our life, our building, our character stands different than a corrupt generation that we live in. And that people are called to the attention that this, this is a different uh, house. This is a, than, than those on the street that just may be doing whatever, but this is a different life. And so uh, he, uh, he gives us the plan. Uh, so he gives us the plan in the scripture, uh, and he says... Uh, uh, at, he's adding all, well he goes on to say in the first part of that verse for this very reason what the reason is that we have a divine nature in this corrupt world so he said for this very reason make every effort now being a Christian is not a casual coast along thing it really isn't we should be making every effort uh, to add things into our life. 
or else if we're not going forward, we're going backwards. If there isn't a greater interest and intense in our service for the Lord, then something is wrong. So he says, for this very reason, make every effort to add. And that isn't just a casual add to. I was listening to Dr. Jeremiah this morning, and you know, he's a Greek scholar, and I took Greek, and um, it took me, but uh, I forgot more than I learned. But uh, add is like a, a person that puts together an orchestra, that puts together a concert. And so we, we were to to add to our faith. Now, our faith is, represents the decision that we make. We all have faith, but uh, this is a different kind of faith. This is a faith in what Christ did on the cross, and that I recognize that I've sinned, and I need his forgiveness, and I need what he did on the cross for me, and I accept what he did, and I believe I, I make a decision to follow him. I make a decision to make him the center of my life. I make a decision that he's going to be my life, as Apostle Paul said, for me to live as Christ. That needs to be the passion of our life. And we need to add to this faith. That's the basis. And then he says, add to this faith goodness. Now, this is that we just want to be and we want to do more. There's a, a new desire now that should come from our decision a desire to, for a new direction. I, I, I don't look just horizontally. I look upward now. And so uh, I have an, a new uh, desire. I want to I make my life good. That should be, we add to our faith this goodness and to goodness, knowledge. Now that's, that's discernment of how we're going to apply goodness and how we're going to apply our faith. We have so many assumptions, you know, but we need to be in the Word of God to say, what does the Bible say? Uh, oh, I think this or I think that. Wait a minute. What does the Word say? We need to be in the Word. We need to hide it in our hearts that we don't sin against God. So we need, we need to add this knowledge to our life. And then to our knowledge, we need to add uh, self-control. So he <laughs> adds stick discipline in there. You know, sure, we know what faith is, and, and we know what uh, goodness is, but we know what knowledge is, I hope, in the Word. But now, what are you doing to apply it? And how we're, we're disciplining our lives. We're taking that which we know and really applying it. That's why we need to make every effort. Uh, that uh, we're in that focus. That we're uh, disciplining our Lord. And that's not easy. I don't, I don't like it a lot of times, but you have to do it anyway. It, it, we don't do it by feeling. We do it because that's right. And so we add to the knowledge that we know, discipline to apply it. Uh, we, far know, we know far more than we're practicing. <laughs> we, need to, we just need to come back and say, are we doing what we already know? I don't need to know anymore. I just need to know, how can I apply it? How can I grow? How can I make the word more precious to me? And then he comes to that perseverance. See, add to your faith, goodness, to goodness, uh, knowledge, and to knowledge, uh, self-control, and self-control, perseverance. I'm, I don't know about you, but I wish it would, uh, that wouldn't have to come right there, but uh, that's the testing time. That's the time when 
the Lord allows things to happen in our lives that tests whether we have faith and whether we have all those things that we were, were working on pr- prior to that. Uh, perseverance is what you do when you don't feel like you want to do it. Uh, perseverance is what you do after you've done already what you've already, already done. You're going to do more. It, it's, it's pressing on. And so perseverance is that element that tests all those things in our life. Jesus said, build your house on the rock because storms are going to come. The rain's going to come. The floods are going to come. Build your house on the rock. Now, uh, that means that when those floods come, when those rains come, and they're going to come, but that's for perseverance. That's to develop endurance and direction and perfection in our life. And so, uh, perseverance will have us to go back to the element of faith again. Uh, Do you really believe when tragedy comes? Do you really believe when problems come? Do you really believe when the rough of the road is hard and you don't know how exactly it's all going to work out? Do you still trust that he's sovereign, that he's good, and that he's working all things for his glory and our good? So uh, uh, perseverance has a way of just testing our faith to know how we're doing. And then perseverance will test our goodness. Um, why are we being good? For what are we being good? For who are we being good? And so perseverance, when difficulty comes and, and circumstances uh, are, uh, make this goodness uh, applicable, uh, very difficult, uh, perseverance will remind you that uh, you've added to your faith goodness. Uh, I'm reminded of uh, Mother Teresa wrote uh, a poem. And I, they found it, and I guess it was on, wall, on one of the walls, and one of her orphanages, and it's the title of the poem is Anyway. And she goes on through that. It's just a beautiful poem. She says, uh, when you're criticized, you, you'll do good and people criticize it, but do good anyway. When you're faithful and somebody uh, lets you down, well, be faithful anyway. When, uh, you know, things don't work out, well, be faithful anyway. You see, and, and do your best, because in the, in the long run, it's not between you and them, it's between you and God. So uh, our goodness will be tested. Uh, we want to do it anyway, regardless of the adversity, regardless of the repercussion that may come because of it. We're, 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 uh, we're, we're able to look at our goodness uh, in times of stress and adversity, and then he says, your knowledge will be tested. Do you, do you really believe that the scriptures, are you, are you building your Bible, your life on the Bible? And, and it seems at times that um, uh, it's so difficult, isn't it? Doesn't it they, it's just two different ways, two different roads. And so I need to come back and walk on the road of the scriptures. And so uh, perse- per- when I'm persevering, um, it will help me to reevaluate. Am I building my life on the Word of God? Do I know what the Bible says? Am I studying His Word so that my life is focused in His Word? And so uh, perseverance will help us to revisit what we know. Um, I, my wife and I were having devotions yesterday. I mean, yeah, it was yesterday morning. And um, in, in, uh, sometimes we, we wonder, you know, what, 
this uh, knowledge should bring us to. And uh, it's in the second chapter of Philippians, and it says this. It says, uh, if you have any encouragement if you, uh, uh, from being united in Christ, if any uh, comfort from his love, if any fellowship with his spirit, if any tenderness and compassion, then make my joy complete by being like-minded, having the same love, being of one spirit and purpose. Do nothing out of selfish ambition or vain consent, but in humility consider others better than yourself. Each of you should look not on your own interests, but also on the interests of others. Your attitude should be as the same as that of Christ Jesus. Wow. I don't know. I don't know what you, how you face that, but that's challenging. That my attitude in life, and, and th- how do I know that? I, I need to go back to knowledge, and then I need to go back to self-discipline. Now, uh, because, remember, as you read the scriptures, that uh, after self-control comes perseverance, and after perseverance comes godliness. Um, wow, uh, that seems like such a out-of-reality term, doesn't it? Godliness. Uh, see, that's the evidence of how we've been doing with faith and goodness and knowledge and discipline. Now, after we've come through perseverance and refined that, and sometimes we, when, when we look back, we have to make some repairs in this building that we're building. Sometimes there's a whole renovation that takes place. We realize we're going the wrong way and it isn't working. And so we need to come to a renovation because God wants to build godliness that we have the attitude of Christ. Uh, what, is, what does it mean to be godly? It just means to be like Jesus. Uh, Jesus was always wanting to please the Father. And so godliness is wanting us to please Jesus in all that we do. It's not some piousness uh, that uh, kind of isolates us. No, it's just humbleness that we want to please the Lord. We used that, and our young people in the church used to have a bracelet, WWJD. Remember that? And it represented, what would Jesus do? What would Jesus do? That's that's what the Christian life is all about. That's what godliness is. When I confront anything, the first thing I bring to focus is what would Jesus do? If I'm living with the idea of pleasing him, I will be godly. Uh, A mother was sitting in a cathedral-like church and had stained glass windows all around. And a little boy was sitting next to her, and of course he got bored with the sermon, and he was looking at all the figures in in the stained glass windows, and and he poked his mother, he says, uh, who are these people that are in the, in the windows? And she says, shh, be quiet. And he looks around and he said, mom, mama, who, who, the, who are these people in the, in the windows? And she was getting a little disturbed with him and, and uh, she just getting a little irritated with him and she ignored him again and he asked again, who are these people? And she said, oh, they're just to kind of pass it off. She says, oh, they're people the light shines through. Well, those are godly people. They're people the light shines through. I hope that's true of you, that 
you're so living in wanting to please Jesus that, that the light shines through. And then there will be brotherly kindness. Uh, and that's just love with overhauls. Uh, it means you get down and you be with those that are hurting regardless. And you, you have a kindness that is sensitive, caring, uh, because you've been through the persecution. You've been through the time of suffering and adversity. And that refining has put your faith in focus and your, has put your uh, goodness in, in proper balance and, and your knowledge of the scriptures so that you can truly be kind and help people to finally love. That's, you see, what, what shows in our life what is the display of God's plan is after we've been through faith, goodness, and knowledge, and self-control, after we've been through those, then the building should be what? Godliness. That's what's visible. Then it should be brotherly kindness and love. So you see, uh, what should be visible in our life then should be these last qualities, but they will depend. Those, la those last qualities will depend on the first ones that we've gone through. And that we're giving every effort to add to each one of these so that when persecution comes, I will be like Jesus. Now that's, it, wouldn't it be great if somebody said about you, oh, they're like Jesus. Why is that so odd? Why is that so strange? I know a number of people that I would say, yeah, they were like Jesus. Huh, it doesn't mean they're perfect. doesn't mean they do everything right, but there's a sensitivity and a tenderness that their purpose in life is to please the Lord. So I want to just uh, challenge you today that uh, he'll make us to realize that we were to, we're to be adding things to our life. And, and this has been Legacy Sunday, I guess you've called it that. And when I think of love, I just had to be reading the book on blessing, and it's by Trenton Smalley, Smalley and uh, Smalley, Smalley. And uh, it, it's a book about how we're to influence and impact others. And it says that we should give a meaningful touch uh, to others, and that we should give a word of affirming, a word of acceptance. And you know the world is hungry for that. They're hungry for the blessing of a godly life and of a kind life and of a loving life. And I think there's any practical way that we can put that into practice, parents, grandparents, because the dedication is the dedication of all of us. And so uh, we have a responsibility, and I think one of those is to pass a blessing on to others. And to give a meaningful touch. I hope you do that in your family. Uh, Dr. Billy Graham, uh, not Billy Graham, but Bob Schuler said that he was nine years old. His uncle came and said, Bobby, uh, I believe you're going to be a preacher someday because you have gifts that relate to people. He says, I never forgot that. That was like a magnet in my life all through. And I look back over a, a time in high school when uh, I can remember the place and everything else. The ag teacher uh, took an interest in me. And one day, he got me in uh, there when I wasn't doing something bad and said, 
pointed, touched my shoulder and said, Bob, he said, uh, God, and he didn't say God because he just necessarily wasn't a Christian, but he said, you know, you have the ability to really relate to people, and I think you're going to have a great influence, a great purpose in the future. I never forgot that. So if there's anything we're to do in this love, I want to challenge you. Uh, as parents, touch their children. Bless your children. Touch them. Affirm them. Give them the privilege to succeed. They're hungry for that. And if, if, you don't, if they don't get it at home, they'll try to get it in bizarre ways other times. So touch them. Give a word of affirmation, a word of value, a word of praise. Uh, take, I like the scripture, says take delight in honoring each other. That should be what we're all about, isn't it? So I know that uh, Sunday school children, we don't have that opportunity to do that as a church. But parents, grandparents, great-grandparents, let's pass the blessing on. A godly life, a kind, brotherly kind life, and a love. And if we can love them to the purpose that God has for them, that's the greatest legacy that we live. I think what we need is just some old-time religion. Uh, we, just need to, we just need to be baptized with an old-time outpouring of His Spirit so that we take, make every effort to add to our faith goodness and to goodness knowledge and to knowledge self-control and to self-control perseverance. For if you have these qualities, it goes, Scripture goes on to say there, if you have these qualities in increasing measure, they will keep you from being unfruitful and unproductive in your knowledge of our Lord Jesus Christ. What a passage of Scripture. And what a challenge for us. But remember, His divine power. That's great. Thank you, God. Has given everything we need for life and godliness.